to Driving Theology. This is uh, Mike. Um, this is going to be my 36th uh, recording of a podcast. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, this is uh, where I, uh, while driving, uh, usually alone, once in a while with a friend, uh, but usually alone, uh, this is where I record my thoughts of things I've read during the week or on specific topics, uh, but never prepared ahead of time. I never write notes. Obviously, I wouldn't be able to read them as I drove, and that would be dangerous. And so this is just a, a time for me to soliloquize uh, on uh, some topic or some subject. Uh, this is November 2nd, and we are just uh, a week away from the election. Uh, this time next week, uh, we may know uh, who is going to be the next president of the United States. Uh, I, if, if you don't know, I live in Japan uh, and have for uh, 21, almost 22 years, uh, but I still maintain my U.S. citizenship and follow, um, you know, follow the elections and things like that. I'm not political, per se. Uh, I thought at one point, when I was younger, that I might want to go into some kind of politics. I enjoyed um, uh, different leadership positions that I got in school um, and enjoyed uh, being the president of this or vice president of that, and that was a lot of fun. But obviously that's never worked out, and I've never, as an adult, that hasn't been anything that I've pursued. Um, but I am interested in the topic of leadership uh, as it as uh, uh, as it pertains to politics, but also mostly the church, and you will find that uh, subject often uh, in the previous podcasts that I've recorded. Uh, so yeah, we've got a a, a uh, seeming choice between two candidates, but there are really four uh, that I think will be on the ballots in most states. Uh, you have Jill Stein of the Green Party. Uh, you have Gary Johnson. Uh, of the Libertarian Party. You have Donald Trump uh, with the Republican Party, and then you have Hillary Clinton for the Democrats. Um, now, most people will tell you that uh, it's going to be a Democrat or a Republican, and, and modern history would back that up. Uh, but I would like to say that that is only true because people believe it to be true. Uh, people think that a a vote for a third party is a wasted vote, and it is if enough people believe that to be so. However, if a candidate uh, came up in a third party where enough people uh, got behind him or her, of course it would not be a wasted vote. They could be elected. Uh, and so... You know, it would be nice if, if people would keep an open mind, open mind about that. Uh, my, my thoughts so far on who to vote for, or who I think people should vote for, um, I haven't really changed, uh, because up to this point, I've advocated for those who are believers uh, abstaining from the vote altogether. And here's my reasoning for that. I'll just put this out there. First of all, um, if there is no one 
that has any sort of a chance to affect the kingdom of God for good, assuming that you understand that that the church or Christians or believers or the body of Christ, whatever you want to call us, if you understand that our 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 primary objective is just as Jesus, uh, his primary objective was uh, the progression of the kingdom of God, uh, then to vote for somebody that has no chance of affecting in a positive way the kingdom of God uh, would be, to me, a, uh, what's the word I'm, I'm looking for? Uh, there'd be no reason to vote for that person if our primary primary objective is the kingdom of God. Uh, and the kingdom of God is not bound to any one country. It's not bound to uh, any one people. Uh, it is something that the Lord is doing in the earth and has been doing since he came to the earth. Uh, it is his main objective uh, to be Lord of the earth again, Lord of the earth that he created. Uh, and our main objective, I think, is to partner with the Lord in His work. And that is the progression of the Kingdom of God. Uh, so, if you don't feel like Hillary is going to have a positive impact for the Kingdom, then don't vote for her. If you don't think Trump is going to have a positive impact for the Kingdom, don't vote for him. The problem is, when you put these two candidates up uh, against the standard, which is Jesus, the standard of, of servanthood, what some people would, would call servant leadership, a term I don't really like, uh, neither one is going to stand up very well to that standard. Trump is uh, considered by many to be a racist and a bigot. Uh, a misogynist, uh, sexist, uh, homophobic, uh, all of these kinds of things, uh, which basically uh, is in line with, uh, you know, racism or prejudice. He's, he's prejudiced, I would say, against a number of um, people, in, including the poor, and including uh, other races. Specific races he's talked um, bad about would be uh, the uh, Hispanic people who are coming into America. Uh, he he uh, has called them things like rapists and things like this. So uh, obviously he's, he's a racist towards Hispanics. Uh, and I would say we could find a lot of evidence of racism coming from his lips uh, in other places. And he's also um, seems to me to be anti-poor and against the oppressed, the oppressed people that need asylum who try to come to America. If they're Muslim, he has vowed to keep them out, to not allow uh, Muslims into the country. And I would assume that he will try to uh, deport uh, uh, believers of Islam from America as well uh, if he is given enough uh, leeway. Um, 
So all of these things make Trump, to me, a poor candidate uh, for president of the United States. Again, because as a Christian, my primary concern is that he uh, be able to help the kingdom of God progress. Now, of course, the people who are voting for Trump, who are believers, they believe that Excuse me, I'm so sorry for yawning. They believe uh, that Trump is a good choice because he is going to choose possibly up to three or four uh, justices to sit on the Supreme Court. And the thinking is that he will appoint uh, he will appoint judges who uh, lean toward conservative Orthodox Christianity especially evangelical Christianity. Uh, I have lots of problems with that. Number one, there's no, there's no, um, you know, we, we have no reason to think that Trump is a Christian at all, besides the fact that he said he is, which he's also said a lot of things, and he's lied uh, often, and, you know, Fact Checker has, has caught him on all these lies, so that's, you know, you can check that fact, I think it's called factchecker.com anyway, but, he very often bends uh, the truth and lies. Uh, there's no reason to think that he's a he's a, a true believer of any kind, uh, and that he will appoint true believers to the bench. Uh, first of all, who are they? Where are they? Um, you know, I'm not sure there are many in the law. You know, there may be there may be judges out there that are, but uh, true believers, uh, in my opinion, are hard to find everywhere, even in the church. Uh, and number two, uh, I don't see how um, Christians need be worried about lawmakers uh, or, excuse me, the, the Supreme Court judges uh, because we are not bound by the law of the land, I don't believe, where it, uh, where it, uh, contradicts um, Jesus, where it contradicts Jesus' law of love. Uh, Alright, so let's leave Trump, let's go on to Hillary. The reason I don't think you should vote for Hillary as a person uh, whose main concern is the progression of the kingdom of God is uh, because of abortion. I think that's, that's a great reason not to vote for Hillary. Uh, Abortion will go down, I believe, as one of the greatest, if not the single largest genocide of history. Uh, and uh, the number of lives that have been taking, taken uh, through abortion is, it's, it's astronomical. You know, a million a year. Show me anywhere else where a million people have died except from natural causes, uh, and I might rethink that, but I believe right now that abortion is the single uh, worst um, mark on humanity right now. It's, it is, um, it's, a, it's a humanitarian crisis. Now the problem is, 
uh, liberalism has told us that you know this is okay that this is this is not anything but a health decision by a woman this is a woman making a health decision about her own body and it denies any rights uh, of the child in the womb that rights don't start until the child leaves the womb I can't wrap my head around it, no matter how much I try. Uh, I believe from the moment of conception that that child is a child of God, uh, has an identity, uh, has, and will grow into personality. Uh, yes, it's, it's quite dependent on the mom, but it's very dependent on the mom. Even when a baby gets out, a baby cannot live without someone to take care of it even after it comes out of the womb. So what's the difference between being in the womb and being out of the womb? Both times they're completely dependent. So to say that a woman, because it's her body, can have a child killed in her womb uh, just because she wants to, uh, to me, uh, is wrong. And, and I can't see myself ever changing that decision. Now, I will say that I think it's forgivable. I think, I think because it's not against the law, abortion is not against the law, uh, I think many young women and men who make this decision to abort a baby have been duped into thinking that it's okay, it's not a big deal, and I, I think there are a lot of people that are deceived by this decision. But that's one reason that I don't think I could vote for Hillary. Abortion is a big problem to me. Uh, it's, it's not something that should be done, and uh, I agree that it's a humanitarian crisis. Um, so for those two reasons, I don't believe that either leader has the credibility to fight for the kingdom, to progress the kingdom. And the only, the, the main objective for me as a Christian, as a believer in Jesus, as a follower in Jesus, is that the kingdom progress. Now that being said, just because you can't vote for Trump or Clinton doesn't mean there wouldn't be somebody. But if if a candidate, because of their lack of character or character flaws, makes themselves inadequate as a an advocate for the kingdom of heaven, uh, yeah, I, I just don't think you can vote for them. And I think it's okay not to vote. Leave it in God's hands and leave it in the hands of other people. Uh, but don't get your hands soiled by choosing one over the other and thereby becoming responsible for the acts that that person perpetrates thereafter. Uh, that, that's how I think about it myself. Now that having been, been said, The other two candidates, I, I, I must confess, I don't know a lot about Jill Stein, uh, but I like many of the things I've read about Gary Johnson. Now, I understand that he is also somewhat pro-life, 
but I know he has a much more realistic stand, and I believe that his policies, if they are passed, would greatly reduce the number of abortions. And at least that's at least that's a you know a step in the right direction. Even though I feel like abortion itself should be outlawed for any reason, doesn't mean that I wouldn't vote for somebody who might take steps that direction and set up the possibility of of doing away with abortion altogether for for uh, subsequent candidates. Uh, I think that might be a worthwhile reason that I would vote for. And on on. Uh, Racial issues and issues of the oppressed. I feel like Gary Johnson is a much bigger-hearted candidate. He he has a, he has understanding. He tries to understand uh, people's plights uh, as opposed to writing them off uh, because they don't adhere to uh, a certain moral standard. Uh, the reason I feel that I have the leeway to think that way is that I think that's how Jesus would have thought. I think Jesus would have probably uh, been into, uh, been, not into, the into is the wrong word, that he would have gone, he would have frequented, frequented places like gay bars, abortion clinics. Uh, he would have gone there because that's where the hurting people are, for the most part. That's where they are. Uh, and those people are being oppressed uh, in many cases. He would have been in the inner cities. He would have been with Hispanics and African Americans. Um, and he would have been with the Muslims. And he would have been with anybody who needed uh, his help, who was feeling weight under uh, a, an oppressor, who was feeling the weight of an oppressor. Because his, his, one of his missions in bringing the kingdom was to replace people's heavy burdens with his lighter burden. Um, so I feel like if I were in the States and I were voting, I, I could possibly vote for Gary, Gary Johnson. I would love to hear uh, from you why you think I might be wrong in that. Um, I don't mind being challenged on that view. Now, again, Jill Stein, I just don't know enough about her to talk about her now. Um, so... Yeah, so that's my thinking. If you're going to be involved in the political system, make sure that your primary objective is helping an, a person get elected who will progress uh, Jesus's agenda and not their own. Uh, a person who has at least part of, at least, you know, the ability to, to progress the kingdom a bit. To help it along a bit. Now, if if they're not, if, if there's nobody there who who can do that, then don't even get involved. Just stay out of that one. You know. Um, the problem with Trump getting elected or Hillary getting elected by evangelicals or Christians or any believers in Jesus. Period. Uh, is that they. And Jesus, by default, by association, uh, Christians and Jesus himself are judged by the things that the party does after that. That Jesus' reputation will be tarnished in the world 
as opposed to exalted. And so if you as a believer believe that Trump or Clinton should be president, when they, when they fall from that pedestal, when they do something that's against the will of Jesus, uh, then you have tarnished yourself as a believer and Jesus because supposedly we have the Holy Spirit within us and if the Holy Spirit tells you to vote for one or, one or the other uh, and then they turn out to be closer aligned with Satan what does that mean what does that you know what does that say about the Holy Spirit within you and Jesus himself uh, now we know Jesus is about reproach as believers we know that you know no matter what other people think of Jesus uh, it doesn't make it so just because we fail doesn't mean that Jesus has failed and we know that Jesus has never failed has never sinned uh, would never do anything evil uh, or wicked of course we know that but we don't want to be a stumbling block we don't want to put extra obstacles in the way of people coming to Jesus and so anything we can do to not tarnish his name, I feel like we should do it. If that means staying out of the political process for a season, then by golly, we should do it. Uh, so anyway, that that's my take. Uh, I think I think you have to look at people morally. Uh, if you're going to be voting and saying that so and so is the best choice for your church or your religion or your set of moral values. Then you need to vote for character and you need to vote for moral character and i don't see a lot of good choices i will say that other than abortion for hillary clinton i don't have a problem with her uh, i think a lot of the email stuff has been overblown and i think a lot of the uh you know, that if, if other people were in her shoes, they would find a lot of the same difficulties dealing with classified documents, etc., uh, etc. Et and as it turns out, President Bush himself and his, uh, his uh, Secretary of State, Colin Powell, uh, also had similar problems with even more emails that they have never been uh, prosecuted for. Or hardly even, uh, you know, people have hardly even complained about what they did. Uh, so it seems like to me that right now Hillary is being unfairly targeted for that, and doesn't it doesn't seem right to me. Uh, but I will withhold judgment to see how those things turn out. I don't know exactly what happened there, how much was intentional, uh, and how much has been overblown by the other party. But abortion's a big deal. It's a really big deal. Uh, it's, it's, I'm not going to say it's the biggest deal out there. Uh, I think Trump's lack of compassion for the oppressed uh, is equally big. Uh, so, yeah. That's, that's my take on the election and why I think Christians maybe ought to sit this one out uh, or do some write-ins. I, I think there are several people that you could write in who would, would have a... A, uh, a good impact. Uh, I know there are people out there. I just
just wish we could be united on that to find a, a truly good person and they put them forth wow you know it's it's difficult I can't think of anybody in politics in the last 30 years who you know the only person I can think of and I know that Republicans are going to hate me saying this but I think Jimmy Carter has probably been uh, one of the one of the most moral presidents ever was a Democrat and yet he was anti-abortion. What moral would you want? You've got the compassion and he's shown himself to be a very compassionate man in all of the uh, work that he does uh, in chari charities. He does a lot of charitable work. Uh, uh, houses for Humanity, I think, or Habitat for Humanity, I think is it. Uh, builds houses for the poor around the world. I'd vote for him again. If he wanted to run for a second term, I think he'd be an awesome president. <laughs> uh, he wasn't a popular president. But he inherited a difficult time. Um, yeah, so... If you abstain from voting, if you stay out of the political process this time, you know, rest assured, and you can read in Romans, uh, that that God will use whoever comes to power, whoever uh, whoever gets uh, the job. That God will, God can use them, uh, and it doesn't mean that they have to be moral. God, God may or may not choose them, but whoever comes to power, uh, He can use, and He will use, and He expects us. Uh, to uh, obey them uh, and I would say to obey them until they ask us to do something that's morally uh, wrong or against the, the uh, against the, the heart of Jesus let's say something that Jesus does not condone or would, would never do yeah that's my take I'm going to leave it short this time I'm probably just uh, looks like I'm about 26 minutes into it. Um, I pray that everybody uh, spend time in prayer with the Lord before going out to vote. And that even if you think you've made up your mind, made up your mind at this point, um, if you didn't do it through prayer or with Jesus in mind, um, I hope that you will do that. I, I hope you'll you'll rethink just what it means to vote for somebody who does not have the character of Christ in any measure in them. Um, you know, God used Nebuchadnezzar, uh, and He says that He's used the kings and the rulers of the world uh, that he uses them as, as a tool that he he, he is uh, in charge of that arena and so yeah whatever you do you know I, I know there's going to be forgiveness there and I know that uh, the Lord will forgive us if we if we vote in ways that maybe weren't uh, advised by him um, 
and what I'm most worried about is that as soon as one or the other candidate is elected, there's going to be a rift between the people who voted for the other candidate. Uh, the other candidate. And uh, that's something I'm not looking forward to. I'm not looking forward to all the bickering and the biting and the justi justifying and all of that that's going to happen after the election. That's not going to be a fun process. Um, so yeah, uh, I pray for America. I pray for every country. I pray for Japan. Uh, but I do so uh, because I want to see Jesus' kingdom come in power uh, everywhere, uh, as it will one day. So peace be with you in this process. Bye-bye.